Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the Hotter Than Health podcast, a plant-dominant podcast for those looking to expand and elevate their lives. Each week, we will bring you provocative conversations and topics, entertaining interviews, and some of the biggest names in health and wellness to answer your burning questions. You will leave each episode with tangible tips and takeaways and understand what it truly means to live an energized and optimized life. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Hotter Than Health. You have just me. It is a solo episode and we have a nutrition, wellness, Q&A. I also want to go over a little bit about the Clarity Challenge and I'm just pumped for it. All right. Quick update. I wanted to say thank you for, well, I guess this is an update. It's more of a thank you, but I wanted to say thank you for everyone who has continued to subscribe. The thing about podcasts and the thing about someone who creates any original content, so if you're creating songs or a YouTube or a podcast, it's vital to the heartbeat of that platform for people to actually subscribe and follow for statistics and understanding how it works and just to lift the screen a little bit. you People don't have to be subscribed to the podcast in order to listen to the podcast. So for instance, you can still type in Hotter Than Health, listen to this whole episode and not subscribe or follow. You're not going to get anything weird. It's not going to pop up on your screen all the time. It really is just a way to make sure that it's another download and it's super incredibly helpful. So if you have not already intentionally subscribed to the podcast, it is genuinely the best way to support this and reviews. Head to the podcast app. It's a purple app on your phone and just type in Hotter Than Health and click follow or subscribe or something. There should be a check mark. And if you already do, I appreciate it more than you know. And with that, I want to get into the review of the week. Like I mentioned, if you have written a review in the past week, you are entered in to win a tote bag, a Hotter Than Health tote. They're fantastic. They're just a neutral tan color and they have HTH on them. They're not obnoxious. They're I think they're aesthetically pleasing and they fit a ton of groceries. I'll get my laptop in there. I will do... All my cords, laptop, a water bottle, keys, phone, wallet. I'll do a little bit of groceries, maybe a snack and a book. I mean, it's amazing. I'm obsessed with it and I take it to Trader Joe's all the time. It's also just another way to whore out the podcast by putting that bag anywhere 
in anyone's eyesight. I was at a, a bar actually a couple weeks ago and I made matches for the Hotter Than Health podcast. And it's for it says, enjoy your morning conference call. Da-da-da-da. And I, I had people who were like, you don't want to leave them in a bar. People will just throw them away. The people don't throw away matches. It's ridiculous. If I ever had a pack of matches, I don't give a fuck what it says on the matches. It could be blank. It could have a, you know, a F your mother joke. I just genuinely don't see any reason why you would throw away matches, whether you're randomly smoking a joint, you're lighting a candle, maybe you just went to the bathroom and you want to cover up any smells. You just don't throw away a full pack of matches. I figured it was a foolproof way of advertising. So I threw them out at the bar. The bartender looked at them. He didn't know I put them there. And I thought, oh my God, she was right. He's going to totally throw them away. And he didn't. He shoved them right in his pocket. And I know that that man for sure smokes weed. He will be enjoying a Hotter Than Health match on me. You're welcome. Toke it up. People don't say toke it up anymore. Uh, uh, enough of this. Okay. I'm trying... I'm trying to keep it tame and organized, but it's just not moving that direction. Clearly, I'm about to be unhinged. Let's get into the review of the week. This one is from Mac, oh, Mac Kenzie, Mackenzie B, eighty three. She wrote, "Hotter Than Health" is a wonderful plant based podcast that everyone needs to listen to. It's not only easy to follow along with, but Eliza has a plethora of information that is extremely up-to-date and well-communicated. I'm always waiting for the next episode. Five stars. Thank you, Mackenzie B83. That means the world. And would you look at this? I just want to highlight this review because she did it right. And as someone who is doing anything and anything everything to grow a podcast. She wrote the name of the podcast. She wrote health and wellness. She wrote plant-based. She used a ton of different keywords in there. So if you're writing a review, then add in plant dominant, add in wellness, add, add in diet, add in fitness, whatever you genuinely listen to the podcast for. And it helps with search results. Enough of me being tone deaf and using this platform just to get reviews. All right, let's move on to some more information. We're going to get into the Q&A in just a moment. So today we're going to be talking about workouts for lean muscle, the best workout routine for lean muscle. We're talking about water weight, and we are also talking about uh, five of my favorite absolutely balanced meals. Got it? All right, we'll get into that in just a moment. Clickbait, there you go. And before we do... I wanted to talk about the Clarity Challenge. The Clarity Challenge, if you follow me on Instagram at Eliza G underscore wellness, you have noticed that I've been posting about the Clarity Challenge, who are you when no one's looking, and what the Clarity Challenge is, drum roll please, as you already know, I've posted it on social media, but the Clarity Challenge is something that came to me when I realized how much time I spent on my phone compared to how much I had been talking about how much I wanted to grow the podcast. The two were definitely, causation doesn't always cause correlation or you know how that phrase goes, but I definitely have noticed that I spend more of my free time or not even free time, but just numbing out time, distraction time on my phone, scrolling through social media. And it's just something that isn't it's not that I'm 
feeling terrible about myself after I watch social media, but it takes up a lot of my time. And yes, a lot of my business is run through that platform, but it it doesn't need, I don't need to be spending so much time on it. So what the Clarity Challenge really is, is a 30-day social media cleanse. And I chose social media because it was my biggest distraction, is my biggest distraction still. I'm using this 30-day time span to not only get more present and reconnect with myself, but I'm using it as a way to say, okay, you have this amount of free time that you didn't have before. How are you going to use it? Basically, who are you when your distraction, your main distraction is taken away from you? And when you when you take away some of the mindless tasks that you do that don't actually feed your purpose, what are you going to spend your time doing? And I think a lot of people who are joining this challenge will be confronted with, oh my God, I need to get a hobby. Or, wow, I haven't been creating my own memories. I've been living through other people's you know, reels or stories or videos or pictures. And a lot of people will also realize that maybe, maybe they don't even need social media. Maybe they don't want it in their life. I have said this before, I would love to get the podcast to a place where I have enough consistent subscribers, so go fucking subscribe, you guys, that I don't need social media at all. And when I say don't need social media, I just mean I really don't need to put as much emphasis on Instagram. I feel like it's kind of, I just, the engagement is low. It's not as exciting or original anymore. And and that's, I, I still really appreciate it. I really enjoy it. And I think that it's beautiful, but it's it's just a different, it serves a different purpose now. And the 30-day clarity challenge I am using to set a specific goal for myself. So right now I am at an average of X amount of downloads per episode per month. And I want to get to a certain amount because all in all, I would love to get onto a network. So if Dear Media, if you're listening, or if Podcast One, you're listening, that is my big goal is to become affiliated with a network to not only have access to different resources, but also to have a bigger community to talk to, to have something that I can be a part of with the podcast. And that's really all I've ever wanted is to be a part of something bigger and to share resources with other resources and like-minded individuals. And using this 30 days, I don't expect to perfectly get there, but I do expect to take away a lot of the limiting beliefs that I have as far as getting there, taking away some of the the mindsets that I have that I need to do this to get that when I really don't. And I just need to focus and use my time wisely. I think it's also going to be a way for me to get really creative on how to get there. What this is going to entail is if you're not already subscribed to the Eliza G Wellness website, make sure you do that now. That's where we're going to have most of the information. I have an ep- not an episode, but I have a email going out today, April 21st, and it has resources, books, different podcasts and meditations and different outlets to utilize throughout the 30 days. We're going to do a group call midway to check in and you're required to, if you're interested in joining, email me at Eliza G fit, E-L-I-Z-A-G-F-I-T at gmail.com and type in clarity challenge in the subject and let me know in the body 
of the email, let me know your big 30-day goal. I've had a lot of people say closer to financial freedom. I had some people say open a restaurant. I had some people say uh, get accepted into grad school. Uh, some There were a lot of different things. A lot of them were financial. A lot of them were uh, more enjoying their life and their job. And the clarity challenge can be whatever you want to make it. I mentioned that I will be removing Instagram. However, I will still have a platform called Planoli, which helps me to push out information without logging on to Instagram. So thank fucking God for this. But really, I can't go a whole month without letting people know what episode is out on the podcast. So especially with sponsorships and making sure that that content is out there for them. And with that, any sponsors I do have, don't worry, your information will be out there fully. And if anything, more ears will get it because of this challenge. But I'll still be quote unquote posting on Instagram, but I'm not logging on to Instagram. Basically, this is just a way to connect this other website to my Instagram so that people or so that I can uh, plan out different posts and it will post it on its own so I don't have to get on I don't have to scroll I just type my stuff out and link it and it posts for me so I don't have to worry about it it's just more intentional all of this is based on intention and if you're one of those people that doesn't really spend that much time on social media then maybe you need to eliminate another distraction and that can mean putting different boundaries on your screen time apps it could mean a limit like deleting an app fully after maybe you know, 5 p.m. in the afternoon so that you can just stay more present, maybe get a book read or just start working out more, cook a more intricate meal. If you're feeling lazy, then a lot of that time is it's just complacency. And that's really what I want to get out of. So if you have a goal of any any sort, if you want to get clear, if you want to eliminate a distraction, this challenge is for you. And I hope that you all stay accountable with me. I'm excited for this mini community and yeah, really, it's just for me. <laughs> so if you guys want to join, great. All right. I'm thrilled for this episode because these are questions that oftentimes people people hear and they think that they know all about or they know the answers to, but they actually, they don't a lot of the times and they, they think that they know, but really it's just a matter of it's just a matter of thinking that these are just like there's one way, there's one reason, there's one answer, one way, and that's it. But it's not. And I'll show you what I mean by that. In this episode, let's get started with where should we get started? Oh, let's go into the best workout routines for lean muscle. And we've talked about lean muscle before. We've talked about workout routines. However, I'm going to just give a brief overview of best practices when it comes to training. I do believe that overall variety is important and it's important to make sure that we're not just strengthening, but we're also lengthening. We're working on core stability. We're working on mobility and stretching and endurance as well. There are a lot of people who get extremely set in their ways as far as a workout goes, and that's really fine as long as you're rehabilitating properly. A lot of people say that they just lift weights. They just do resistance training. With strength gain and more resistance training, there there tends to be a loss in flexibility and mobility. So as long as you understand that 
it requires more focus on restoring muscles and length and rehabilitating muscles and stretching afterwards. I think that that's totally good. I think that as long as you're not neglecting some type of cardio, I don't think cardio is end all be all, but it's definitely, again, everything in moderation. One thing that I have noticed with a lot of people is that the more they try and fight their bodies, the less their workouts work for them. What I mean by that is it's extremely important to look at the quality of your sleep the night before, how you have been fueling yourself, and where you are in your cycle. If you're someone who is maybe not tracking your cycle, then that's one thing. I highly recommend downloading the Flow app and just taking a look at where you might be in your cycle. If you're on a birth control that makes you not get your period, then I would just say, you know, journaling is a great way of remembering, like, when do your boobs get sore? Do you ever feel any symptoms of a period? And if not, then just listen to your body. And if you're really tired one day, then just don't work out as hard or don't incorporate HIT. Maybe do some lengthening or stretching. All right. When it comes to a balanced workout routine, I think that incorporating a mixture of resistance training with weights, as well as some type of intentional uh, mindset workout, like muscle mind connection, such as Pilates or yoga, and then a type of anaerobic and aerobic workout. So what that might look like is Monday, you go into the gym and you do leg leg day with weights, maybe some, maybe some jumping, maybe some hit a little bit, but mostly weights. And that can be anywhere from five pounds as you incrementally work up. It could be a heavy back squat. Just make sure your form is right. Or if you're just in your own little gym, it could just mean walking lunges and squats and glute bridges, just keeping it nice and simple, doing some big compound movements with weights. That's actually a really fantastic way for you to start to see lean muscle. Then it could look like on Tuesday, you do do a really long walk and Pilates abs type of work. And what I mean by that is you can just go on YouTube and type in like Pilates core or Pilates arms and core. And then the third day you could do a long walk and a yoga class or a Pilates class or an upper body weight training. Day four could be like a HIIT workout and you're getting your body right. It's Thursday. You're, you're getting ready for the weekend a little. You're trying to get your energy up. Uh, and then on Friday, it could mean wake up in the morning, do some sprints, and then a full body weighted workout. That's what I actually did. So incorporating, it doesn't just have to be only weights and no cardio one day. You can mix things up. But I do think that making sure that you're prioritizing weights, some intentional core stability movement, such as Pilates or yoga, a little bit of long walking to make sure cortisol levels aren't going insane and your body is actually getting recovery, and then some type of maybe HIIT or anaerobic workout where you're really getting intense with your uh, fast twitch muscle fibers and just giving your body some variety. That is something that I have found has been really integral. I think the more you mix things up and do things that you enjoy, one, it gets you more confident in the gym and wherever you're working out because you're not, you're not just 
you're mixing things up and you're trying new things and sometimes failing, sometimes not, but you're learning more about how your body works and you're giving yourself options. So if you're just putting yourself in a box of saying, I only do Pilates or I only do walks or I only run, then, you know, something is better than nothing, but variety is the best. And that's what I would recommend. When it comes to lean muscle, the the best thing really is to not fight against your body. If there is a day where you are feeling really, really weak and you're looking at yourself and saying, okay, last week this workout was not as hard as it was today. I did the same workout last week and I can't figure out why. I just, am, you know, I can't lift as heavy weights. I'm out of breath so fast. I need to recover. I feel like I'm going to pass out. A lot of that could be due to your cycle. Like, where are you in your cycle? If you're if you're five to seven days out or so from your period, you're going to start to have your hormones rise and things are going to be more sensitive and you're going to be less likely to enjoy those big hit type of heavy, intense workouts. Maybe that's a good time to focus and prioritize on slow weights. So goblet squats, nice and slow. It doesn't have to be incredibly heavy, just more mindful with your movements. You don't have to get crazy out of breath. Just focus on engaging specific muscle groups, taking it slow, some Pilates abs and a long walk and your body will really thank you. I think that the more you work with your body and not against it, the better your results will be. When it comes to water retention in relation to weight training. Often we hear, oh, I don't want to get bulky. Oh, oh my God, that workout makes my legs big. I've heard, and I'm using direct quotes. These are things that I hear people say all the time. That workout makes my legs big. That workout makes my arms big. When you incorporate different or more intense or heavier weighted workouts into your routine, oftentimes we do notice a swelling in our muscles pretty promptly after the workout, that is because when we work out and we're utilizing and tearing different muscle groups, water is used to rush back to that ripped muscle, to that area. Water is used to repair it and fill it in. So we might notice that we're like a little swollen after our workout. You know, the word swole after a workout. We're often more swollen and that is often due to water retention after a workout. So that is why I think it's important to not just full on go every day into weight training, nonstop, no break, no variety. If you're doing two or three days of good high variety using larger muscle group weight training throughout the week, but pairing it with long walks and Pilates and stretching, I think, and and maybe some sprints once in a while, that is going to be your key, key, key in keeping inflammation and water retention low and keeping adherence to whatever program you're on or whatever type of routine or workout schedule you're on. I promise you, if you are one of those people who has been wanting to do weight training, but you want to, and you want to feel strong and you want to feel lean and you don't want to feel that bulky swollenness after a workout, go into it with moderate weights, slow it down, get really intentional. And then the next day, go for a long walk, stretch it out, find some length, do a little Pilates, add that variety in. There is really no, there is, (laughs) I can't think of anything that's better 
than that combination and it's sustainable enough that you can do it all throughout the month basically because you're not going balls to the wall hit every single day leading up to your period and then you're retaining even more water because we've all been in that place where if it's before your period and you are working out you just did like a crazy workout you're super super sweaty but and and you've done it for five days in a row, six days in a row, and you know you're like, I should be feeling or looking leaner, but you're just retaining more water and you feel more bloated and you're like, this is working against me. That is because you are working against your body. Add in variety and that is the best way to achieve the lean muscle that you're looking for because one, you're more consistent. Two, you're adding variety. Three, inflammation is a little bit lower, but you're also building lean muscle while burning fat. Of course, this all <clears throat> this all is paired with a clean plant dominant lifestyle with high quality proteins and dominantly plant foods and whole foods. I think that's just the absolute best way to go. And that is how you will achieve not that you have to achieve like a dream physique, but the body that you feel strong in and that you feel healthy in, right? That's, that's where I will end that question. The next question, we'll do, we'll do water retention at the very end because I know we touched on it a little bit, but we'll, we'll touch on that at the end. The next question, speaking of plant dominance, I have to give myself a, a plug here, major plug alert, that the plant, uh, the, the monthly meal plan that I have on my website that you can subscribe to is where I get a lot of my meal ideas. And I do genuinely follow the program uh, pretty, not not loosely, but not rigidly. I go into it because I feel like I eat pretty intuitively now, but I go in oftentimes to get inspiration, see what I have in the fridge, what makes sense, what I can pair with certain things to make it a balanced meal. With a balanced meal, these are the, these are my top five favorite balanced meals, and I'm going to give you a couple of examples from the monthly meal plan from the past. If you're interested in the monthly meal plan, it comes directly to your email every single month, and you will feel prepared because it comes with a it comes with a grocery list. It's organized. It comes with a little planner, tells you what to eat for a balanced meal, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack. You have 12 new recipes every single month. This past month or this this month, April, is a liver cleanse focus. Next month is going to be a gut health focus. I highly recommend checking it out. But some of my absolute favorite meals have been coming from these monthly meal plans. Head to Eliza G Wellness. Um, go on click purchase the meal plan and then you will be prompted to fill out um, an account, check your email, then go back to the website and you'll be able to purchase. One of my favorites, I make this uh, tuna bean salad and it's got a little bit of red wine vinegar, Dijon mustard, green beans, mixed beans, so kidney beans, cannellini beans, tomatoes, tuna and some like black pepper, maybe some hot sauce. But this is, I feel, a very French salad. So with a balanced meal, you want protein, fat, fiber, carbohydrate. And 
when all of these are paired together, you're getting a balanced meal that will keep you full for a long period of time. Whereas if you, this whole salad is probably the same amount of calories as like a large bag of Lay's potato chips, but a Lay's potato chip bag, you can eat 11 of those bags and not be full because they're one, so chemically processed, but two, they're just one, they're just carbon fat. They're not something that is going to really sustain you for a long period of time, especially if you're working out. A lot of people who listen to this podcast are doing some type of daily movement or or are or that's important to them. But this is one of my favorites. It's got some tuna, green beans, a nice little Dijon mustard sauce, and so we've got the carbs coming from the beans and the veggies. We've got fiber coming from the veggies and the beans. We've got protein coming from the tuna and then we've got just a little bit of olive oil or you could do a tiny bit of uh, avocado in here to incorporate a nice fat and there you have it a beautiful balanced meal one of my next favorites that I absolutely love it's this kale radicchio salad which is fantastic for the liver it's good for brain health this one has Let's see, this one has chopped kale, some egg that has your fat and your protein. It's got walnuts, which contain high amounts of antioxidants and fat. You've got your, um, what else do we have on here? Your radicchio and your cherry tomatoes. It's just a really colorful, fun, beautiful salad, and I really enjoy it. The next one that I wanted to bring up was, and this one is for um, anyone who is more plant dominant. This one is tofu, green curry, a little bit of coconut milk, broccoli, and frozen peas. So again, fully balanced. I like to use, whenever it says add coconut milk, I usually do about a fourth of that and then do water because coconut milk is fully condensed, super fatty. And to me, it just, it almost fills me up too much and I feel uncomfortable. That's a really great one. It's got curry, uh, curry sauce, veggie broth, a little coconut milk tofu if I haven't already said that and then whatever greens or veggies you want to add in there then one that I love and I think that might be it that I'll do that I'll do this one and then one breakfast this one is a salmon and roasted root vegetable salad okay hear me out ladies or gentlemen if you would cook for your people or partners this is the dream meal to have during or right before your period you've got great fiber, tons of iron, beautiful omega-3s. You've got tons of folate. I mean, you just can't go wrong with this. This one has sweet potato and beets, which are going to be the carbohydrate and fiber. You've got the salmon filet, which is going to be a little bit of fat as well as protein. You've got turmeric and black pepper for some anti-inflam action. You've got pumpkin seeds, which are great for... um, lots of essential vitamins. You've got iron and calcium as well as good amounts of uh, carbohydrate or fats from there as well. And baby spinach, again, anti-inflammatory, great fiber. It has, again, lots of folate and vitamins and nutrients. You cannot go wrong with this salad. Again, it's a salmon and root veggie roasted salad. And Remember, guys, these are all in the monthly meal plan, and every single month you're going to get recipes just like this, so check it the fuck out. It's so great. And then I'll do a breakfast. This one, oh, this is a good one that just came out. 
this one and I kind of modified it to make it my own but this one is frozen blueberries it's a smoothie frozen blueberries high antioxidants and fiber frozen peaches just because they're bomb and they make it creamy a little bit of ground flaxseed so that you're getting some great fiber as well as anti-inflammatory omega-3s omega-3 vitamins and then you're getting vanilla protein powder baby spinach and it says oat milk but I would probably do water because it already is really creamy with the vanilla protein powder those are some of my favorite balanced meals because they tide you over they're they're not just a green juice and if I'm telling you I know it's calories in versus calories out but what we do not want to do is just cherry pick all of our macronutrients so that we are you know we're reaching for a Greek yogurt just because it has protein or we're just going to do We're just going to do fish and vegetables because it's low fat and low carb. We need a little bit of balance and your carbs don't have to be pasta or sourdough if you're trying to avoid that. They can be root vegetables like beets or sweet potatoes. They can also be things like nuts, seeds, and fruit. Wow, I am a wealth of knowledge. Hire me everyone, truly. And oh, well, I guess I could plug myself there too. If you are interested in one-on-one nutrition programming... I do offer that as well. You can book a free strategy call and we can see if the program is a good fit for you or if just a regular consultation is a good fit for you. It just depends on what your goals are. And if you feel like you need more accountability, it would definitely be better to do a one-on-one program, but you can always head to my website. The link is in the bio and you can schedule that for free and we can see if it's a good fit. Wow, great work, Liza. Let's get into water retention. Before we get into water retention, I have to tell you about my favorite show sponsor. You know them, you love them, you've tried them, and if you haven't, you probably will after this episode because studies show that it takes about six or seven times of exposure before someone makes a buying decision. (laughs) But I want to tell you all about Organifi and some of their new products. Organifi is a totally organic glyphosate residue tested free supplement and juice-based company. I have been working them for almost six or seven months. They are like family to me. I absolutely love them. All of my clients know that I recommend the vanilla protein powder. It has digestive enzymes. It has great pre and probiotics. It also has fantastic vitamin and mineral profiles that you're not getting in a lot of different types of protein powder. I'm super picky with the protein that I use and that is why I'm obsessed with Organifi. I know that it's glyphosate residue free, it's tested for heavy metals, and it has everything that you could possibly want. Plus it comes in a massive, massive tub. So anytime you're using the code HTH, you will get 20% off. So you're getting so much bang for your buck. I'm telling you, get this for your friend, get this for your family. I also, I have a trip, again, going to Mexico in about eight days. So I will be bringing with me the probiotics. You know that on my last trip to Mexico, I was taking the probiotics every single day mixed with my green juice. I would have a bottle of water. I would mix in the probiotics, mix in a little bit of the green juice packet and shake it all up, chug the shit out of it. And I was genuinely so good to go. A lot of you say that you are constipated or irregular on your trips. And if you start your day with this, then you're good to go. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. 
If you want to check out any of these products, go to the link in the show notes and it will take you directly to all of my favorites, but you can go to Organifi.com, use the code HTH, or just go to Organifi.com slash HTH and everything will auto-populate for you. Again, check out the protein, the probiotics, and if you aren't as into the green juice powder flavor, they just came out with a new green apple flavor for their green juice. I haven't tried it yet, but I've heard good things and I'm so excited. I did too. So Organifi, hello, get on your shit. Send me some of that orange or that apple. All right. Organifi.com. Use the code HTH for 20% off. All right. Let's get into water retention. Water retention is simply your body holding onto water. And at some points in the month, it holds onto water more. Some quick tips for reducing water retention or preventing it before it happens as much. Uh, A lot of the times we retain water after a bout of dehydration. So if you've had a lot to drink and then you wake up the next morning and you're feeling super, super puffy and bloated, you're probably retaining a lot of fluid. That is because you have been super dehydrated from the alcohol all night and your body is now, after you drink a bunch of water, your body is holding onto it like a sponge. So some things we can do is to actually continue to drink water, drink a little bit of electrolyte, a little bit of regular water to help flush things out. You could do things like consume a lot of water with diuretics. You don't want to only consume diuretics like coffee or lemon or um, I don't know why they're escaping me right now, like cranberry juice. You don't want to just consume a bunch of those one. Oftentimes they have a lot of sugar, but secondly, you don't want to dehydrate yourself more. So do yourself a favor and alternate between maybe a little diuretic. So some lemon with water or water with lemon, some regular water, maybe a little bit of cranberry juice, maybe some beet juice for anti-inflammatory and soothing properties. But consuming a lot of water is actually a really proven way to reduce water retention. Again, once you If you are retaining a lot of water due to your workouts and your fitness, it would be advantageous of you to walk after your workout to release some of the lactic acid, stay hydrated, and maybe have some essential, you know, amino acids if you want to do a post-workout drink and drink your aminos or just have a nice balanced meal. But stretching, hydrating, and walking even just five minutes after your workout to turn off of that fight or flight and get back into a sympathetic state. That is something that I would recommend. Also, as far as reducing the instances of water retention, you could reduce starchy carbohydrates. And if you still want to have a nice balanced meal, which we should, you can replace some of the starchier carbohydrates with some more water water-dense carbohydrates, meaning if you're doing a smoothie in the morning, maybe if you're used to doing a whole banana, maybe you just do a fourth of the banana and then add more dark berries. You're going to have a lower sugar content as well as higher fiber and higher water content, which helps your body to be able to release water and not absorb it. Think of carbohydrates sometimes as a sponge. And if we consume a lot of carbohydrates, starchy carbohydrates that are more processed, then we drink water or we consume water. Everything just expands a little bit and it takes a little longer. It just takes up more space in our body. So reducing processed carbohydrates as well as higher sugar carbohydrates. And that's just for 
it's not all the time. It's just if you are prone to it, maybe before your period or you're just feeling like you don't want to be bloated. I totally get it. That is one way. So if you are doing a pasta, maybe with that pasta, you do more veggie, less pasta. If like maybe just do half of a serving and then more pasta, more protein or I'm sorry, more veggies, more protein. If you're doing roasted potatoes, try and reduce the amount of oil that you're using and because that will usually make you eat more. And then have maybe some roasted beets or parsnips or other types of vegetables, maybe green beans instead of all the potatoes. So I'm not saying potatoes are bad. I had them last night. I'm just saying that in order to find balance, we want or in order to reduce water retention, we need to balance out some of the carbohydrates with a little bit more water resist water watery <laughs> vegetables and starches. I hope that made sense. To me, it does. If it doesn't feel clear to you, then please, of course, let me know. And maybe I can address it a little bit more, but either way. I like to keep these episodes fairly short, so hopefully you're on a walk and you are enjoying this beautiful day. Um, Let's see, what else could I just throw at you? Yeah, I'll be very honest with you. If you're still listening, one, thank you. Two, please make sure you're subscribed. It's just, it's the best way to support that and writing a review, but that might be asking a lot. People are like, but I don't know what to write. Anything. (laughs) Hey, I love the podcast, hashtag plant dominant or uh, fitness, health, nutrition, lifestyle. I mean, just write in a bunch of keywords that sound like health and it will be helpful. And truly, I just appreciate all of you. I hope that you are enjoying your week. I hope that this podcast has given you some bit of information or if you are kind of in the fitness journey, sometimes it's just nice to be reminded of things. This is all maybe stuff that you know, but it's nice to hear it in a different way. And sometimes it's just like simple content that you like to absorb. It almost feels like you're talking to a friend. Who am I to say that I'm your friend? I hope that you feel like that. I get a lot of messages saying, I feel like I'm talking to a friend. That's great. I I feel the same way when I'm talking just to my screen. Jack isn't even here with me right now. He's sitting on his bed he's fully broken. He's just half body on bed, half body on the bed. I don't get it. But I hope everyone has enjoyed this episode. Check out the monthly meal plan if you're interested in a nutrition consultation to see if one-on-one personal nutrition programming and mindset planning is your vibe and is a good fit for you. Then we will move in that direction, schedule a complimentary strategy call. We can see if it's a good fit. I know it will be. But enjoy the rest of your week. I'm going to get out of here. And I am, you guys, we have some bomb ass interviews coming. And I don't want to get you too excited, but they're people that you for sure follow already on Instagram. And I have been a huge fan of. One just built out a sick meditation app. One just started a brand new supplementation (laughs) supplementation company. And we're going to be working together soon. And like, I just can't even. I'm just so excited. All right, I'm rambling. Goodbye. Happy Thursday. Like, subscribe, share, screenshot, all that shit. Bye. Yeah.